Today is Tuesday, January 15th. The title for our devotional is Spiritual Transformation. Yesterday, we talked about what spiritual formation is all about. Today, I think it's vitally important that we recognize that we have already been formed in many ways. In Romans 12, 2, the Apostle Paul tells us, Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That is to say that our experiences, our culture, our personality, they've, they've all formed us in many ways already. We're not a blank slate to be formed. We're not a, a, a blank lump of clay to be formed into whatever the potter desires. We've already been formed, and so now we must be transformed. Dallas Willard says it like this, Our life and how we find the world now and in the future is almost totally a simple result of what we have become in the depths of our being, in our spirit, will, or heart. From there, we see our world and interpret reality. From there, we make our choices, break forth into action, try to change our world. We live from our depths, most of which we do not understand. He goes on later, Accordingly, the greatest need you and I have, the greatest need of collective humanity, is a renovation of the heart. Our spiritual places within us from which outlook, choices, and actions come has been formed by a world away from God. Now it must be transformed. So this transformation, as Willard says, is no small matter. It is at the center of being a follower of Jesus. This is the idea Paul is getting at when he says that we are new creations in Christ in 2 Corinthians 5.17. He also says that we have taken off the old self and put on the new self in Colossians 3. 9 through 10. This is, at least in part, what Jesus means by being born again in John 3. This is the symbol of baptism, the old self dying with Christ and being raised to new life in Christ, as Paul says in Romans 6. So again, this is no small matter. Spiritual formation or transformation is at the center of our life with Christ. Now, to better help us understand spiritual formation, let's compare it to formation in other areas of life. Fields like personal development or professional development are very popular today for good reason. These are merely different forms of formation. Dr. Greg Thompson goes through a helpful comparison of three different forms of formation. The first one he calls the therapeutic model. The goal of the therapeutic model is human happiness, and the path is cultivation of self-knowledge or self-awareness. The technocratic model which is more in professional development. The goal is effectiveness. The path is the cultivation of skill. Christian formation, alternatively, the goal, he says, is love of God and neighbor. The path is cultivation of practices. Happiness through increased self-knowledge and effectiveness through greater skill are, of course, good things, and I don't mean to diminish them at all. The only purpose of this is to clarify what we mean by spiritual formation and make clear that we do this in other areas of our life all the time. What is challenging is to compare how much time, physical, mental energy, finances, etc. we give to personal and professional development with how much time we give to spiritual development. The bottom line is spiritual formation will take practice and discipline. Yes, spiritual formation is ultimately a work of the Holy Spirit. Without him softening our hearts and working within us, we would see no spiritual progress in our lives, and any progress that we do make would not be pleasing to God. 
Yet in the mystery of God's providence, he calls us to participate with the Spirit in seeking to love God and others more through the practices. For additional content, I've linked you to the video by Dr. Greg Thompson. This is through Q Ideas, which is a paid subscription. I've enabled access to it for two days after this devotional is published. If you'd like to watch it after that time, please email me, john at lifebridge.church, and I can send you access to it. For reflection time today, consider how much time, energy, and finances you've given to personal, professional, or even physical development. Compare that with the time, energy, and financial commitment you've made to spiritual formation. Not saying that they all have to be equal, of course, as if you need to spend as much time in prayer or at church as you do at work. That's not the purpose of this because that's not feasible. Instead, it is merely to demonstrate that if we are to grow in our spiritual life, it must be a priority. We must strive for spiritual growth. In prioritizing spiritual formation, you will find that some areas of thinking, feeling, and living are not in line with Christ, and these areas will need to be transformed.